Hello and welcome to another episode of For the Love of Sports. My name is Michael Raziel and I like to have conversations with people about sports in any capacity and today's a really cool conversation I got to have. Today we have James Fiorentino. James is an artist and a painter and James has painted some of the most incredible sports images you'll ever see in your life. James has been in the Baseball Hall of Fame a number of times. His paintings are probably there right now as we speak. Uh, The likes of Reggie Jackson, Joe DiMaggio, Roberto Clemente, Derek Jeter, just a couple of the names and some of the people that we get to talk about during this episode. So it was a lot of fun getting to learn about what James does and how he was able to become a painter at such a young age. At 15 was when he had his first, you know, we'll call it a break. And um, he ran with it from there to the point where only a couple years later, he was Cal Ripton's official painter after he broke his streak. So a lot of cool stuff, a lot of interesting things James does, is doing, and is looking forward to. So really, really hope you guys enjoy hanging out with me and James. So today on For the Love of Sports, we have the incredible James Fiorentino. He is a painter, I guess. Is that how you just is that how you describe yourself? A painter? Yeah, painter, artist, illustrator, kind of all of the above. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all around uh, creative dude doing a lot of stuff. Um, James has painted pictures of some of the most incredible people. Um, many of which I want to talk a little bit about because again, I mean, just on my list here, I have Joe DiMaggio, Reggie Jackson, Roberto Clemente, and Derek Jeter. Um, I mean, I've, I've personally bought some of your stuff because I think it's incredible and given it as um, Christmas presents because I hate the Yankees, but Hey, it is what it is. Right, man. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so James, the first question I always like to ask everybody is where does your love of sports come from? Um, my love of sports has always been there since I was young, uh, very similar to the art, you know, background in that I just, I always remember loving sports and art, um, love playing sports. And, um, so I think it's, you know, very similar in that it was something that's always been in me. Um, always wanted to play, always loved watching, always loved collecting, you know, all those, all those things related to sports. And I think it's awesome that you've been able to connect everything that you just described your love for all these sports and your love for painting um like not not too many people hit the jackpot like that but you've been able to find that you know in the venn diagram you were able to hit right in the middle um and be able to do two of the things that you love the most so i i commend you and i also say i'm pretty envious when it comes to it oh thanks i appreciate it yeah i think it's like you know it's sort of achieving your dreams in a different way it's sort of getting it's like getting into the baseball hall of fame without playing baseball through the art. Um, you know, I, I grew up playing football and baseball and basketball and I love them all baseball being my favorite, but you know, like any kid, it's always your dream to play a professional sport and play major league baseball. I was lucky enough to play all the way to, through college, but you know, I got to the hall of fame and I got to meeting all these players through my artwork. So it's kind of a cool, you know, way of, of getting there. Yeah. I mean, being in the hall of fame, man, does that, Does it still like right now that is insane just to hear that? Like, does it, uh, does it surprise you every time you hear it? Do you wake up in the morning? You're like, wait a second, like Cooperstown, I'm there. Like I'm there all the time. Like, that's crazy. 
Yeah, I think um, you almost appreciate it maybe more now. You know, I, 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 the first bang I had in the Baseball Hall of Fame was when I was 15 years old of Reggie Jackson. That was 1993. So I've been painting for a long time. And um, after that, it happened to be other paintings I had done that were on loan to, to Cooperstown and program covers and the, the Roberto Clemente, for example. Um, the last painting I had there was a Negro Leagues painting. And hopefully this year, maybe I'll have a Derek Jeter painting in there on loan. But yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. I, um, I've always been honored. I love the Hall of Fame. I've had my work in a lot of museums and galleries over the years, a lot of sports museums. Um, in fact, it's, it's kind of funny talking about sports museums, but I sort of figured out recently that um, this February uh, will be the 25th anniversary of me painting uh, the Ted Williams 20 Greatest Hitters for Ted Williams in the museum. And I, I couldn't believe that it was 25 years ago. You know, it was a few years after the Baseball Hall of Fame, but um, I'm sort of going to share that story in the next few weeks and had the painting sort of reshot. I hadn't had it, you know, digitally shot ever before because it was so long ago. But to think about all that stuff being, you know, how young I was when I was doing all that stuff was kind of funny. It's an, it's it's incredible, man. I think you know what you what you've been able to do up to this point. Um, I mean, I'm excited to see what the next few years are because you've gotten better as a painter, right? Like it's not something you get worse at. It's not like sports where eventually over time your 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 body's not going to be able to hold up. If anything, you're you're just getting better as time goes on. So I think it's awesome. Um, I would definitely love to hear that story, and I can then make sure that this episode doesn't come out until you really saw your information. But nah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Um, I would love to hear. I mean, as you said, if I'm not mistaken, the Reggie Jackson was when you were 15 as well. I know there's a pretty cool story around Joe DiMaggio when you were very young as well. If you don't mind, um, I'd love to hear, I mean, I've heard it already, but I think everybody else wants to hear it too. The, the story of you going and seeing Joe DiMaggio and uh, kind of, I mean, I don't know if that's kicking off your career, but it definitely had a huge impact if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, definitely. I started, like we were saying, like I was playing sports and drawing every day since I can remember and started doing some local shows. And then you know, I was selling some stuff and this is like 12 or 13. And then I said to myself, you know, what would be really cool to uh, collect and have autographed? And I said, well, I'll, I'll do my own artwork. So at 14, I went to a, a show, Joe DiMaggio was signing there and everyone said, you know, he's probably not going to sign your painting and this and that. And it ended up being a wonderful experience. He ended up signing the original, which I still have today. I did that when I was about 14. And, you know, he ended up being always very nice to me when I saw him and he wanted me to create a project with him, which I never ended up doing. The last painting he had signed was the Ted Williams uh, 20 Greatest Hitters painting. But that really kicked off things for me, basically kind of saying, hey, you know, you could actually make some money doing this, which, you know, somebody had offered me money, I remember, in line for the painting. You know, and then obviously following that, it was the Baseball Hall of Fame, and then it became the Ted Williams Museum, all while I was 15, 17 years old. So it definitely kicked off, um, you know, having the confidence maybe to, to do this kind of stuff. Absolutely. Because I mean, that's, that's easily, especially at such a young age, understanding that confidence is, I don't know what, 70, 80% of the battle at that point, being a teenager, things are pretty weird as it is. Um, so being able to meet some of these people that you regard as idols, as heroes, and them being like, hey, this is some pretty cool stuff, man, whatever you do, don't stop. Uh, I could definitely see, if not solidifying or, or validating, definitely motivating you to continue to just keep doing what you, you're doing, which is talking and painting baseball and then doing all the things you love. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember having the Reggie, uh, we went for the induction that year 
and seeing my painting in the glass case with all his stuff in the main area for his induction and everybody taking photos of the painting and pictures of it. And I said, Oh my God, like this is unbelievable to think of all these thousands of people are going to take pictures of my artwork in there and being, you know, 15 years old, it was, you know, talk about building confidence and being excited about something that was really, really cool. So I was very blessed and lucky to be at the right place at the right time. And I worked very hard, which I still do today. But at that young age, I was really determined to get my work all over the place. So it's awesome. And what, like, I guess after those first initial, like huge opportunities, like the ones you just described, I mean, what, what was the process then like, especially being, you know, 15, 17, 18, 19, whatever you were at the time, like, how did you then take, take that and say, okay, like, I'm going to, I'm going to put my foot down on the throttle and we're really going as hard as we can. I think that's just how I am. And I was sort of built that way. And, and I was lucky to have good parents. And my mom really encouraged me to, to work hard like that. Um, at the same time, you know, you're doing, um, you know, you're, I was in Beckett magazines and winning art contests and I was painting everything. Uh, I had gone to art lessons when I was eight years old. So I studied with a, a bunch of different women who were amazing. And that's really why I gravita- gravitated towards watercolor. I've painted in every medium, but my, what you see everywhere is my watercolor paintings, which is my niche. It's painted so unique. and so different, almost looks like acrylic or oils. So I think the combination of my age painting in watercolor, the way I was painting and, um, you know, I was just going after, which I tell people today, go after everything you want. Why not try everything? Um, you could see how I was very lucky and I was good, but I was very lucky to get those things that I was working at. I was sending letters and, and, trying to market myself that way at that time. Um, you know, while I'm doing all that, I'm playing sports. So that's also very, a, a cool human interest story that I'm, I'm playing and I'm painting these legends that I love. I think a lot of those Hall of Famers, because at that time, you know, I'm meeting guys like Muhammad Ali and, and DiMaggio and Mantle and Ted Williams. So it was amazing. Um, you know, that I look back at that and I think that that's incredible. And then, you know, right at like 17 years old, and 18 years old when I'm still in high school, I ended up becoming Cal Ripken Jr.'s official artist when he broke the streak. And I think that combination of all that leading up to that, um, you know, that's when all the national media stuff started happening. So like anything else, and we, we joke around because back then there was no internet. There was like people were either mailing me letters or calling me at home. And my mom would answer the phone most of the time. And because uh, I'm a young kid, but that's where I started to get a lot of good media attention and growing up here in New Jersey. So growing up in central New Jersey allowed me to get on a lot of good media outlets. And that ended up being national media outlets by the time I was going into college and, you know, playing baseball at Drew, um, you know, the great Dick Schapp interviewed me for ABC world news. I'm on the field the next morning for CBS this morning after the 2131 game, the New York times wrote a big story. It was just like really blowing up all the ESPNs. So that, allowed me to start my business and really start painting and literally paying my way through college. I was, I was painting four players uh, all throughout college. And uh, so it was a really amazing experience to play baseball in school and be doing all these like different, really fun uh, projects. That it, it, Cal, being Cal Ripon's official artist, I mean, at such a young age, I mean, personally, I had a huge head when I was 18 years old, but if someone told me like, Hey, one of the most famous baseball players of all time and very clearly of our generation would love you to work for him exclusively. Like what is, what is that like? And what did it mean at such a young age now that you can kind of look back and say like, again, like some of these things that you're saying are very matter of fact, but me as a baseball fan, these are insane. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
I'm very confident about my career and how good I am, but I'm very humble. So mm-hmm. even back then it was like, um, it was very surreal probably, especially doing all the national TV stuff and those things was, was really amazing. Um, being invited to go to the games was unbelievable to see that in person. Um, I don't know. It was just, um, probably the same way I feel today a little bit. I'm a little more used to it, but you know, even like for me growing up, Don Mattingly was my guy. So it's eventually like, I think it was a year after that I painted his official artwork for when he retired and I'm hanging out below Yankee stadium with this guy who's like my all time favorite guy. So it was just, it was starting to become more um, normal, I guess that I was meeting all these players, but yeah, for a young kid, it was, it was incredible. And then even like for Ted Williams, I mean, for that event flying out to meet Ted, I'm 17 years old. Then I fly back with my parents for the event. The table I'm sitting next to is Mickey Mantle, Willie Mays, Ted Williams. I mean, it was, it was, um, you know, pretty incredible. So, um, um, and I, and I, and I do still get excited about, you know, painting for players today. And, 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 and that's the cool thing about sports. It's that all the, there's always somebody new and somebody like fresh and like Patrick Mahomes or whoever. It's just like, that's, what's awesome about sports. I'm still excited about those kind of guys as I was when I was a kid. And, but I'll always have that history, which a lot of artists don't have that, you know, I got to meet these great guys, whether it was Arnold Palmer and, and, you know, we were talking about Williams and Muhammad Ali. And, and so I'll always have that in my career, which is really, really cool. It is. It is amazing, man. I'm, I'm again, very, very envious. Uh, you get to be a creative, which I think is the easily the coolest thing you can do to get paid. And not only that, but you know, you get to center it around one of your first loves, which is baseball, um, sports in general. But it sounds like, you know, most of the names you've been throwing out there have been baseball names, obviously some other incredible athletes as well. Um, what, what were those, I guess those first few years, was there ever any, I mean, you said you're very confident in what you did, but you're still very humble and I, I can tell it comes through, but in the beginning, especially again, you know, some of these huge things happening, were you ever worried, like, something stupid that any entrepreneur worries about, like, oh, well, what if it all stops tomorrow? Well, what if, you know, I get hit by a bus and only break my hand? Like, did anything like that ever cross your mind, especially in the beginning when, you know, you were kind of still, you know, obviously getting your foothold, but at the same time, seeing some major successes? Yeah, I think uh, I was anxious coming out of college thinking, you know, am I going to actually do this for a living? Um, but knock on wood for over 20 years, I've been backed up to do artwork, which is pretty, pretty amazing. And again, some of it comes right to you and a lot of it, you got to hustle, you got to go to events, you got to fly around. I did a lot more traveling when I was younger. Uh, but that still happens today. I never really worried about getting hurt. Cause again, I played all these different sports mm-hmm. and, you know, in baseball and, so I never thought about that kind of stuff. But I think that even for me today, I always worry. And that's the beautiful thing about owning your own business and being an artist. Uh, you know, you could do all these wonderful things and have a great life and really cool, um, like, you know, amazing stories and events. But you never know when you're, gonna, you know, when you're painting next. I don't know what I'm making in June, July, or August, or September. But it always, things are always coming through and piling up. Um, so I think worrying sometimes about that, which I do drives you to really work hard. I tell people I wake up, it's, I'm working. Uh, I kind of run everything in a way. I certainly have people that help me, but mostly I'm doing everything. And I really have a drive to keep it up, to work hard, to reach out, to keep getting better uh, because you don't know when it's going to end. So if you have that, that'll just keep you going forever. And that's the beauty of being an artist. Hopefully God willing, you could paint as for as long as you can paint. 
I hope so too, man, because I love your stuff. Um, I think it is it is awesome what you do and how you do it. Um, with with major events such as you know the Super Bowl, so we're recording this a couple of days before the Super Bowl. It's probably going to come out only a few days after. What like do you try and create either events or go to events? Like I know a lot of people are down in Miami that have nothing to do with the Super Bowl, just to meet people and do things. Uh, do you try and? maybe paint a picture of Patrick Mahomes a couple weeks before the Super Bowl to see if it sells? Like, do you try and work your work around major sporting events or is it kind of just what comes? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, luckily for me, unlike a lot of artists, I have a lot of commission work. So I'm pretty much always working for people who need stuff done, whether it's a gallery, a company, a private client who wants something done. For me, obviously, it goes well beyond sports. I'm painting portraits. I'm painting landscapes, wildlife, my watercolors and museums and galleries all around. So I'm really doing – it's really opened up a lot more than sports, although sports is the bread and butter. It's what I'm most known for. Um, so that's where I'm lucky. I've expanded into doing a lot of stuff. But, yeah, sure, like if, if, um, if Patrick Mahomes, they win, um, I'm sure I'll get commissions to do Mahomes. I met him last year. I had him sign some paintings. So certainly – uh, popularity of guys doing very well um, definitely uh, contributes to what I'm painting for people. And if I have time, for example, like let's say uh, I see like a really great signing or an event coming up, you know, like Hank Aaron's doing a signing. I may do a couple paintings on him to sell to clients. I may reach out to clients and say, do you want somebody like that done? Um, so a lot of that stuff comes up or I'll be asked, I, I get asked a lot to do paintings for the players themselves to be, you know, awarded the painting or for one of their events. Um, so it's sort of a big, a big mix of that. And when I do have time, you know, I'll paint someone like I really like, or I think I could sell. So for me being in this area, it's Yankees all the way, obviously all the time. So you can't go wrong painting guys like Babe Ruth and Mickey Mantle and Derek Jeter, obviously Jeter going to the hall of fame this year. Uh, will be a big thing for me where I've, you know, I've done a lot on Derek Jeter and met him many times, done Suffer's Foundation. So that'll be very popular. So, um, so that all affects definitely what people want. Yeah. And, and that makes sense. I guess it is, you know, whatever is, you know, what have you done for me lately in terms of sports? Like no one's really worried about college basketball yet, but you know, come a month and a half, I'm sure there's going to be some really awesome opportunities there for you as well. Um, do you ever, this is just kind of a curiosity of mine. Do you ever run into like likeness? Um, or like image rights or anything like that, where people are like, hey man, like why are you painting pictures of me and then selling them? Like, does that ever kind of, do you run into um, those types of problems? You know, it's a great area, but I've been doing it for so long that I'm mostly doing all originals. So if I paint an original painting, a one of a kind, you're allowed to paint, um, you know, whatever athlete you want. Um, when I reproduce stuff, most of the time I'm working directly with the players and things like that. And my stuff's like very high end and very limited. So um, but I've done a lot of really cool licensed um, products with companies and tops and upper deck and Kellogg's and things like that. So, um, but I'm mostly painting just original artwork, which is really cool. So I, I, you know, create and work, um, on stuff like that most of the time. Makes sense. Makes sense. I was always curious about that. I mean, the space that I'm in with sponsorships, that's always a very like important piece. It's like, do you have IP? Do you have marketing rights? That kind of stuff. So I'm always very curious, um, when it comes to other industries with um with is you brought up tops and upper deck that is super cool i know you were commissioned to do a few things back when you were younger and it sounds like that you guys are still having good relationships what are the do you do you look at a baseball card differently than a picture or is it like how do you kind of differentiate just to make sure that you keep it fresh especially with baseball cards not being nearly as popular as they used to be 
Um, yeah, I haven't painted in a long time for the card companies. It's actually really popular where the stuff's more high end now. The packs are more expensive. You're getting autographed cards, really special cards. Artists will actually paint on baseball cards now. So they're painting small original paintings for sketch cards. I have not done any of that. When I was working for Tops and Upper Deck, uh, I would paint like an 11 by 14 original painting and that painting would then be shrunk onto the cards. But we had like uh, the basketball cards at the Basketball Hall of Fame with Dr. J being at the opening. And I was very lucky because when I worked for Upper Deck, the first time in 01, you know, they put my name on the card. So they put the Fiorentino collection. That's on the cards, cool. Which was really cool. And the guy, like, you know, for me, you know, I collected cards my whole life. That was just amazing. I mean, my first cards were 99 for Tops, which are still popular today. They look like the old 53 Tops cards, um, which was a great um, little subset. But, um, you know, I, I, I hope to do more of that. And, uh, you know, last cards I had done were for, for Kellogg's, which was all different sports. I mean, I've painted every sport. I mean, everything, college, high school, every different kind of sport you can imagine. But, you know, the bread and butter has always been like, a, you know, like a, the main sports like baseball and football. But I've kind of done everything. In Kellogg's, I painted, um, you know, uh, all different big-time athletes, and they autographed the cards. But that's just really fun, and, you know, I love doing that. Um, a great association with, like, the cards is Beckett um, Baseball Card Magazine, Beckett Sports. And I had won sports art contests in there and been featured in there. But recently – uh, last year, I painted uh, for the first time the cover, a cover issue, which I did of Mike Trout. They had asked me to do that. And this year, they're asking me to paint um, Derek Jeter on the cover for a sports artist show. So I love doing that. To me, that's just as cool as the baseball cards, you know, because everybody's, you know, in the hobbies getting that. And my art's sort of like connected with that in that it's fine art, but it's sports art, it's memorabilia, it's signed by the guys. It's a little mix of everything, so um, which is great. I love guys who collect my stuff and want to meet me and, and, and remember me from the baseball cards as well. Yeah, I mean, being able to connect to that many different um, silos, subsects, uh, people, I guess, you know, within all those things, as you said, it's fine art. Oh, but it's sports. Oh, but it's memorabilia. Like being able to get into that many different arenas obviously again lets you be able to sell this and and lets you be able to become more popular to more people um and yeah if i'm not mistaken you might have sent me an article on what you were doing with Derek jeter i think i remember you sent me something um so i mean what does it mean to you like knowing like you've known this guy for a relatively long time at this point now i think right like being always around the yankees and painting a lot of them mm -hmm. and now being able to commission something for him or, or about him because now he's in the hall of fame i mean that's when did he get in the league? When was he drafted? You know, you know like your, your timelines uh, yeah, match up so well. Like, I think that's a pretty cool, pretty cool story in itself. Um, but the fact that you get to do it now, I mean, that's got to be an honor. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're almost the same age. He's a couple of years older than me. So obviously following him from when I was playing in college and being a Yankee fan, I played shortstop. So like, he's such an like, definitely uh, an on and off the field. What an incredible guy, everything he does, classy. I mean, he's just like one of the all-time greats. So yeah, to like, um, to be able to have met him many times and to be doing this picture for Beckett, super cool. And hopefully some more stuff this year regarding, you know, him going into Cooperstown mm -hmm. uh, will be amazing. And it also makes me starting to feel old now that all these guys I watch <laughs> are all going in the Hall of Fame and ending their careers. Uh, yeah, that's the funny part. I'm meeting all these guys. Give me Patrick Mahomes, see how young these guys are. It's just unbelievable. Um, but yeah, it's an honor and, uh, that's, what's still fun about it. I'm still excited to paint Derek Jeter as I was like, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just so cool, especially you get to, you know, hang out with some of your favorite 
you know, sports idols, you know, you can almost consider some of them friends. I'm sure you do. And I just think it's, again, there's a smile on my face because I think it's absolutely <laughs> incredible what you do and how you do it. Um, so one question, I checked out your website and I went to the basketball section specifically, obviously with the news of Kobe Bryant recently, um, extremely tragic and extremely unfortunate. Did you have the chance to meet him or, or paint any pictures for him or of him? Um, I never met him or painted for him, but I did do a few paintings that he actually autographed. And in awesome. fact, the, the day of on Sunday, which was obviously just awful, just yeah. feel so terrible about everything. And one of my clients had called me, I had painted a painting of Kobe for his son and Kobe had signed it. So they had that in their house. And then I had done the top athletes of the decade for a client and Kobe had signed that original among other guys. Wow. So that was sort of the connection that, but I never, unfortunately I never had a chance to meet him in person. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's when you, when you hear tragic things like that and Roy holiday, like mm-hmm. white painted, he had signed an original and, um, obviously these are guys who have passed away so young. It's, it's awful. Um, and, uh, no, I wish I would have met him though. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I was just curious. Um, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't totally sure. I didn't see anything on your website, but I think, you know, obviously at some point you probably painted something of him. I think it's incredible that he signed it. Um, and you know, that's, it's going to live forever, hopefully. Right. Like that's the right. goal. And I think that's, you know, any way to carry on someone's legacy is always very important. So I do, I do like that. Um, switching obviously to a different topic. So when it comes to painting, um, as you said before, you do, uh, you do a lot of landscape and wildlife art as well. You do, I saw you did something for Somerville, if I'm not mistaken, the, the, the mm-hmm. bike race that they have here in Somerville, which I'm located here right now. Um, where does, I guess, on the inspiration scale, like when do you, if you have so many paintings that you get to paint, obviously for other people, when do you kind of find that inspiration for yourself and just be like, Hey, I, I just want to paint this today. Or I just want to do that. Like, where does that inspiration come from? Um, well, I think the good, bad thing is that I have so many commissions to do um, that I'm doing a lot of pieces and I do get excited about that stuff. So like on the table could be anything from painting a snow leopard for a big wildlife museum or show to painting a colonel in the army to painting Derek Jeter for a magazine cover to maybe painting something that I like. I'll mix in maybe um, an image I took of New York city or of um, uh, just something really great to showcase the watercolor. So most of the time I'll do a lot of commissions and in between I'll do things that I want to do. and I'm paying a tribute to uh, someone who had passed away. Uh, so there, it's just a lot of amazing things you get to do that always is, is interesting. I, I, you know, I, I got, uh, I'm a trustee at DNR Greenway Land Trust in Princeton. We just had a beautiful show that's been going on there. And one of the, the final paintings I'm adding to the collection uh, is a painting called Steel Gap, which is in Bridgewater, New Jersey. And that happens to be um, a property that was preserved by DNR. And what's awesome about it, and we're talking about inspiration, as I love history and I love George Washington, this property was part of the George Washington Rochambeau Trail. Wow. And it was, it was preserved. And, you know, President's Day coming up and this big documentary on Washington, like that's, that gets me as excited, more excited than doing any kind of sports thing. Mm-hmm. This beautiful landscape I did of the woods and the trail. Um, so there's always really cool things like that, um, to paint, painting this Colonel, um, who, who worked and works in the Pentagon. I mean, just a lot of fun, amazing stuff. Um, and so, and I get inspired by other artists and meeting other people and just being out like any artist. I think of projects all the time. I sketch a lot. I write down ideas. Um, 
And then when I eventually, when I get to that stuff, um, it's exciting for me and it's and a challenge sometimes to do some of those uh, paintings that are non-sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I'm sure, again, it's, it's nice to kind of work your brain a little bit, right? If you do the same thing over and over again, yeah, you probably get really good at it, but I mean, maybe it doesn't get boring because it's Derek Jeter or uh, Don Mattingly, as you said, or Roberto Clemente. You're working with some, you know, painting some of the most incredible people um, in baseball. But at the same time, it's probably nice to kind of take a break from that and be like, you know what? A, a snow leopard sounds pretty nice today. It's a nice snowy day. Like, why not paint a snow leopard? So I can see yeah. that being a lot of fun too. Yeah, and I've done a lot. Like I haven't done in recent years, but I've done a lot of big oil acrylic paintings, modern paintings, like uh, cartoon imagery, neo expressionism. So a lot of stuff out of college. I've done sculpture. I've done a lot of different things. So I used to do that more to balance myself because I'm so busy now. I don't have time to kind of mess with that stuff, but eventually I'll probably get back to doing some things that are a little more abstract like that. Um, But it's still a challenge to paint some of these things in watercolor and I'm trying to become, you know, internationally known for my style, which is that photorealism and a lot of dry brush and very interesting way of, of doing it. So it, you know, it keeps me on my toes to do stuff that's you know, more interesting, um, you know, some of the non-sports stuff. And it gives, it gives a lot of credit to the sports stuff, like to show that, 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 you know, again, call me a painter, an artist, an illustrator, whatever. Um, it really loans itself to being like, okay, this guy, you know, he paints sports, but he's a really talented artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, it's, very clear. Um, once everybody gets to see your stuff, don't worry, I'll have everything in the show notes so everybody can check it out. Um, I've, as I said, I personally bought some of it cause I just think it looks incredible. Um, some of the, some of the things you do, what, um, what is your process like? Like, so someone comes to you and says, Hey James, I'll come to you and say, Hey James, I think Jacob deGrom's is going to win a third Cy Young in a row. I don't think Garrett Cole is going to win. Uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. But, um, <laughs> like what, what is, what is that process like when someone comes to you? Is it, okay, hey, like, hey, I need it by this date or okay, it's going to take me this long and, you know, I'll do a little bit here, do a little bit there. Like if, if, with, with all the things that you have on the table, especially some of the stuff that you just mentioned, some things you're more excited about, some things you're less excited about. For me personally, if I'm more excited about something, I'm going to do that one first, whether the other thing came in first or not. So I guess like how do you go about that process of it too? Yeah, you have to schedule it right. It's it's a lot of discipline and you have to really know what's coming up. So like I said, a lot of times I'll be backed up 10, 12 paintings and then it depends on the event, when a certain event is, to schedule it in time, to paint it in time. Some people could come to you and say, James, I need this in three weeks. Sometimes I'll paint something six months or even longer. So it depends on how much time I have, how big it is, what's going on. But you know, there are deadlines to a lot of these things because there are four events. Um, so I have to balance that, that very well, but there are really cool stories. Like last year I got a call from an art gallery in Los Angeles and it ended up being, um, um, for the uh, HBO show ballers. Awesome. And yeah. So it was really cool. And it ended up being, um, the, the studio also that I called and, uh, they were like, you know, we want you to do a couple of football pieces to be on set for the show. And then when they had called back, it was basically like, we need this in a week. And <laughs> I was like, oh no. And it was a big piece, but I said, you know what? I'm going to get this done. So I dropped what I was doing because I always work on one thing at a time, but I dropped what I was doing and I worked on this thing like night and day. And it ended up being like the focal art of the entire year. Like the whole, all the episodes last year, this last season of ball or season five, I think my artwork was in most of the um, scenes in the offices. So um, that's the kind of thing I was like, you know what, man, I'm going to, I got a lot going on, but I'm going to, I'm going to get this done. So sometimes that comes up and you try to work it in. Sometimes you can't, you know, 
That's so cool. Were you in the credits and everything too? Like at the end, like artwork um, provided by kind of thing? Good question. I never looked. It, That's it pretty could cool. Be, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, hey, shout that from the rooftops, man, because I know a lot of people that watch Ballers and they probably never noticed it when you tell them, hey, man, that's that's me. <laughs> I'm in yeah. this TV show. I'm in the Hall of Fame. Like, where aren't you at this point? You're in museums. I mean, geez, man. Yeah, it's it, you know, that's the cool thing. I'm, I've expanded a lot. So it's always something fun. You know, you're always doing something interesting. And between the wildlife, the nature, the landscapes, people, sports, non-sports, you know, you're always you're always doing something. And I know you're passionate about a lot of those other things, but this being a, a sports-centric show, I, I want to talk about sports the most, so I do apologize. But I know a lot of your other things, obviously, I've looked at your websites. Um, you're doing some incredible stuff, man, and I do love it. And I also know that you work with charities a lot. That's how you and I actually got connected originally, if I'm not mistaken, was you know you, you will commission paintings for charities so that way they can then sell that and then they can make money for their charity. What is it, like, how did that start and how have you seen that part of your you know, repertoire blossom? Well, it's a, it's a good, bad thing in the sense that I um, have always been really generous and probably to a fault. And so I donate a lot of my artwork to charities and I've, I've done that for 20 years. So I, I've raised literally hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars over the years for, for hundreds and hundreds of charities. Um, you know, mostly the G clay reproductions I'll donate and I've been on the board for many different charities and I still am on some great boards. Um, some, some sports related ones. Um, so that's stuff. I do a lot of players, you know, do a lot of stuff with players. Um, and then there's occasionally like we'll have original paintings, um, that have been auctioned off for charities to raise a lot of money, which, you know, sometimes if I'm able to do that and that's mostly the charities I'm, I'm, you know, really close with. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's a wonderful thing to be quite honest with you. I tell people I've never done it. Like I don't, I don't do it to try to get business from it or it could be a good thing. Of course it could be a good thing. You could have your artwork there. Maybe somebody sees it, but it's never been that case. Um, it's really me to help out and be a good person. It makes me feel good. That's what it's always been about. If something um, comes about from it, it's a bonus. And that's sort of how I live my life. Yeah. I mean, that's the way to do it. I mean, I'm a big karma guy and it sounds like you, you're of that school of thought too. Just do a lot of good and I'm sure good will come back. And yeah, I mean, it's not a negative, right? You're either, you're either a helping out this charity and, or someone is noticing it and say, Hey, that's a really great painting. How do I get something like that done? So, I mean, it's great marketing. Um, and you're able to give back too, which I think is, which is fantastic as well. Yeah. I mean, it is good marketing. I tell people like, you know, sometimes you give a little bit, you may get some back. And I think now the more known you get, you get asked a lot more. So now it becomes like, it's a little overwhelming. Um, but it's a good, it's a good problem to have. Yes. There's a lot of worse problems that people could be having. Um, man, this was, this was awesome. What are like, how do people, how do people reach out to you? Where are some of the places that they can find some of your artwork, either in person on the internet? Where can they, where can they go and find that stuff? Yeah. So the nice thing with, with all the social media stuff is, you know, I'm on Instagram. Um, and so I post, you know, we're always posting all the events and new things coming up my Facebook page as well. Um, you'll see my business Facebook page where I, you know, post all these things coming up. Um, JamesFiorentino.com has, has all the sports stuff and some of the other stuff. And that again, will have all news and latest news and things coming up. So people can reach out to me on any of those things. And then I'm always doing events um, in the tri-state area, which is nice. Um, and most of those are open to the public. Uh, one of the places I show is. Um, Studio 7 Fine Art Gallery in Bernersville. 
and we've done we've actually done really cool sports related events there too again like i have other paintings there but um people can see stuff there so i'm very accessible you know i when people reach out to me they can't believe how fast i get back to them but i've always felt um uh, good about doing that and so hopefully people can see my work you know you know through all the the websites and the social media stuff yeah, I think, you know, why not get back to them, right? Because maybe you find out, hey, Ballers needs this stuff done in a week. And if you wait three days, now you only have four days to do it, right? So it's uh, you definitely want to get back to people as quickly as possible. I think it's awesome. So you do a lot of stuff in the tri-state area. How often are you like around the world, like with the Olympics coming up this year? Is that something that you're going to, you know, pursue or have you pursued it in the past? You already, obviously you were talking about LA before. How much travel is really involved with what you do? Um, I used to travel a lot more when I was younger before I had kids, obviously. So I have two young boys and I'm very, um, involved with them. And so, you know, coaching them and being around them. So I will travel sometimes and actually bring them along with my wife. Like we now travel a lot and I obviously, how cool is it to be able to, you know, bring your boys on the field, of the Yankee stadium and meet players and do that. So they're starting to get to the age where like they, it's like very cool for them. Um, so, but I, but the beautiful thing is that we live in an area where everything's happening. I mean, we're in New York city. It's like, you know, so, uh, there's, there's enough here that could keep me here forever. Um, so I do do a lot of events in New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Connecticut, but you know, this year I will travel to, um, probably to North Carolina and Virginia and Washington DC for some sports events, um, doing work with different players, um, uh, the national sports convention, which is pretty amazing, happens to be this year in Atlantic City. Uh, I'll travel to Saratoga this year, maybe the Hall of Fame. Saratoga is a, a, you know, a wonderful event I've been involved in every year for a charity. And I paint one of the jockeys, owners, or, or trainers who are being on it. It kicks off Saratoga. Um, so uh, just, you know, a lot of, a lot of things like that. Um, and, but the Olympics is something I've always loved. I'll watch the Summer Olympics. I'm excited about it. And I really haven't done too much on it. Um, I've never really been asked to, um, to, to paint that, but I would love to be involved where, you know, you're painting all these, these wonderful athletes and, and raising awareness of what they're doing and money and, and all those kind of things. So maybe down the road, that'll be something I'll be able to do, whether it's individual for an athlete or for the whole Olympics in general. Yeah, well, like, luckily, you know a guy. Um, that's me. So hopefully I can help you on that front. I have a couple ideas that when we when we stop pressing record, I don't want anyone to take those ideas. So we'll figure it out. But um, I guess the last topic I want to talk about is your, your vision moving forward. I mean, you've been doing this for so long, as you said, it's already 25 years in certain situations where you've, you've accomplished something incredible. I mean, moving forward, you already, again, in my opinion, you do one of the coolest things you could possibly do. You're creative and you get to hang out with sports and wildlife and, and you're, you know, you're happy. You have a great family. It sounds like you live in a wonderful part of planet earth. Um, what else is there to do and how much, how much more is it? Like what, what else, what's the vision moving forward? Is it not staying quite status quo, but you know, like what, what more yeah. can you do? Um, I think there's so much more. First of all, I think knock on wood, if I could just keep up what I'm doing, I'm happy because I'm helping a lot of people. I'm doing the thing I love. Um, I'm getting better at what I'm doing. I have no clue what I'll be doing six months from now or a year from now, but hopefully it's the same. And I think again, the watercolor aspect of getting better in that and getting that work all around uh, the world, around the country and all the new sports guys we're talking about. There's always new sports guys. There's been millions of guys that are playing that I still haven't met that I'll continue to work for. So just new relationships. Um, you know, like I have, I, 
had a chance to meet Ramiro Mendoza last year, and he's coming in for an event this weekend that I have him for. So, you know, you develop all these relationships with these players over time, and it's just wonderful um, to do that. So um, just continue what I'm doing, continue – like the Olympics, doing stuff I've, I've – I've, um, I've never uh, have done before. I had a chance to do something for Tiger Woods recently, which was an amazing story. So oh, there's always something cool that kind of pops up, keeping it going, um, sp- spreading positive things, doing good stuff for good people and helping people. And if I can do that, um, that's a pretty damn good life and, 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 and influence people and be a mentor to people. And that's, that's the goal. That's really all you can ask for, man. Do good things, have a lot of fun, make enough money, right? Um, <laughs> right. And, uh, and do something you love, man. It doesn't get any better than that. So James, this was incredible. Unless you have anything else, I mean, this was absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much for your time. Last time, James Fiorentino. Um, again, he shouted out everything a little bit earlier in the episode. I'll have everything in the show notes so you can go check out all of his stuff. So James, sincerely appreciate your time today, man. Thank you. Appreciate you having me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and all the episodes of For the Love of Sports. Um, on a personal note, I would really like to say thank you and and sincerely, sincerely mean that. This is the actual favorite thing that I get to do. Just talk to incredible people, have great conversations, and I learn and hopefully you're learning something and hopefully we can laugh along the way. So if you could please give this a five-star review, if you could please share this Um subscribe to it do whatever you have to do the more people that do that the more these stories and these conversations get out and i'm really hoping that one day um one day soon this will be something that i get to do as a full-time job um on top of my other full-time job of course but this is an absolute blast sincerely appreciate it check the show notes for all social media handles anything that came from the episode we'll have everything down there and i hope you really did enjoy it so if there's anything i can do better please make sure to reach out uh, my email address michael period one at gmail please make sure to check me out on linkedin uh, on instagram and and just reach out because i'm willing to answer any questions and hey if you got a cool story i'd love to have you on as well so thank you so much sincerely appreciate it and i hope you make it a wonderful day